In my business, there is only one place, and that's to be a winner. Wash your hands, wash your butt, man, that's it. Well, I felt like SpongeBob for a minute, right? They said, hey, Dad, let's make a TikTok. You know, there's times where you make plays that are special, and there's some times where you're like, that's pretty fucking good. Mercedes Lewis here, a.k.a. Big Dog. When you listen to the Poor Man's Package podcast, go Pack Go. Hello and welcome to another edition of the Poor Man's Packers podcast, the number one Packers podcast in the state of our minds. I'm Spencer Sismarowitz, joined as always with Kyle Trakowski. Kyle, hello. And we are 2-0. and oh, What a great... Amazing start to the season. Perhaps not only two and zero, but two and zero in the division. Not yeah. only two and zero in the division, but ten and zero in the division all time with Matt Lafleur. Eight and zero. Oh yeah, yeah. Shit. Because you only play. I don't know. Six. I assumed it was eight. But because I I <laughs> can see how because there's four teams, but you can't play yourself twice. The Bucks are back. So. Yeah, the Bucks are back in the NFC Central. But yeah. Damn, what year was that? that was like nineties. They reshifted, right? I th- yeah, I want to say 91 is when the Central went obsolete. No, that can't be right. Maybe after that. 8-0 yes. in the division Eight. under the Matt LaFleur era. What? I mean, it's it's obviously still incredibly early. We're very, very early in his tenure. But, like, what what a home run it's looking like, honestly. Yeah, he's, he's been pretty okay. I can agree with that. He's been pretty solid. okay. You're yeah. so he's, reserved with your praise. I it, mean, I've, it's very... I will Annoying. say I will say this. It's been fun watching Matt LaFleur because like last year and I know I said it too. It's like, oh my God, you know, his answers. I've learned more about football just listening to him in press conferences. And now, especially since the season started, he is an NFL head coach because he just sounds like he's not in a good mood. Reveals nothing. Yeah, yeah. Less and less, which is fine with me. A lot of people got pissed early in the year that, you know, you couldn't tweet during training camp certain things i'm like if we get one more point out of this during the season <laughs> it's gravy for me exactly like, that's absolutely and fun. that's yeah like and i think with the whole coach speak it might part of it might be because of the whole covid thing and don't want to reveal too much but yeah i think i think it's just a matter of yeah he's done this plenty of times now to where he knows how to operate with the press conferences so he's not going to reveal anything Yep. You know, major. Yeah, yeah. Good little good little tangent there right off the bat. But before we get too deep, I do have a surprise. Kyle. What? Look behind you. This is this is a gift. Would you like to open <gasps> this gift right now? Let's see. It's a new chair. <laughs> and it's got my name on it. <laughs> oh wow. In in case uh I think two weeks ago you sat down and broke the chair that you have been yeah, sitting and, in. It, and I walked in and it was still there. I'm like, geez, you don't have any other chairs, but here we are. It's very yeah, nice. It's uh incredibly nice. Uh I think I even spent you know the extra five bucks for the cushion even though you're gigantic so the back doesn't even work on yeah, you. Yeah, good lumbar lumbar support though. Yeah, yeah, but I figure <sighs> you know back. Pony, pony up and get an actual chair Pretty for you to good. sit in. Thanks, Spence. Yeah, no problem. Yeah, huge, huge reveal for everyone listening right there. But yeah, well, for this episode, we will we're actually going to introduce a new segment. Try it out. Mm. Sung and unsung swings of the game. We'll, re- we'll just you know talk about a couple big moments. We're usually not able to get in depth with the actual game aside from the breakdowns of all the players. After that, we'll have our breakdown of the offense, defense, special teams. Dumb Packer fan of the week. Is Kyle an idiot slash stump Spenny and finish off with a preview slash prediction for the Saints game next All right. week? 
All right, sung and unsung swings of the game. That's going to be tough for sung, me. Sung, a lot of S's, a lot of S's. Yeah. I, I like how it flows, though. If you say it fast enough, it sounds good. Sung, unsung swings. Yeah. yeah sung and one. unsung swings of the game. So, Kyle, you came mm. up with this segment? Yeah, my first, I think, ever. Yeah, so um, I just Yeah, bit. my rationale. I just think the way our format of offense, defense, we go position group by position group, which I which I like, but I think we miss a lot of, you know, crucial moments within the game that mm-hmm. kind of can get glossed over because you know you're talking about a whole position group and it you can just miss some stuff so i don't know i just wanted to introduce something to where maybe key points that some might have missed and yeah. talk about key points that you know were huge key points that you know need to be talked about yeah it's tough when we're talking players to you know also mention where they are in where we were in the looking at the actual game you know fourth quarter third quarter whatever right so yeah we're each going to have three moments they might overlap i'm sure it'll change in the coming weeks for yeah, how we're we completely we do shooting it. from the hip here yeah but we do each have three so i'll start i'll do my first one i think this was the first play that really started to get things rolling and that was midway through the second with 725 left Jayer had that blow up on the quick screen mm. on second and 10. Obviously, one big momentum swing, second and 10. And at that point, we weren't getting any type of stop. Yep. But on top of that, there was the personal foul on the Lions offensive lineman, which pushed him back another Ooh, 15. Real grimy. Which made a third and 25, whatever it would have been at the whatever it was at the time, to help us get that first stop. I thought that was a huge turning point in the game because up to that point, it seemed like, shoot, is this going to be a back and forth just kind of you know, back to that Dom Capers type defense where get turnovers, maybe just try to slow them down because, you know, Rodgers is going to put up a touchdown most of the time. Mm -hmm. But that was the first big swing that I had in the game. Yeah, that Jair play you mentioned, he is so damn good at that. I feel like he has done that like two handfuls of times. Is that an expression? Two handfuls, you know, 10 or more times. Yeah, it's in in his career. And it's like he's his his football instincts are just second to none on, on the team and yeah, keep keep doing it. There's some players where you see when they like scooch up close to the line, like Kevin King. Sometimes it's like, are, are you just getting close and you're going to get beat here? But now with Jair, it's like you love seeing him roaming back and forth, yes. and trying to you know mess around. So Kyle, what was your Am I first? Go? Yeah. Okay. Yep. So this is more of an unsung one, I think, where okay. it's kind of you know maybe not lost in in you know we scored 42 points, mm-hmm. so it's easy to get lost in that. Um, but I think it was the, it was our very first drive of the game. Um, it was, we're driving, you know, it was, it's a good drive with Aaron Jones and yep. it's fourth and six at the Lions 43. And I think in years past at, at the end of McCarthy's era, I just think we, we punt the ball there. Mm. Don't get aggressive. So that right there, I love the aggressiveness of that. I think that swings the momentum. It, it gives the offense a, a sense of confidence that, you know, they're able to go out there and execute. And sure enough, they did because, Lazard, I mean the guy the yeah. guy can't catch the ball unless it's in a huge moment or on third down or fourth down. You mean wait, can't catch it, can't drop it, you mean? What, what like, are you saying? I mean like it it doesn't seem like he makes a catch unless it's a huge oh, like I'm not yeah. saying like yep, yep, yep. you know, he'll catch a ball on first and ten or whatever, but it just doesn't seem like he, he only catches the ball like okay, I'm wording this. Well every every terribly. every catch that he had on Sunday was for a first down. Yeah. That's what you're getting. And at it was there. yeah, and it was like on a third down or whatever. So yeah, it is. I worded that awfully. I hope you got it. I, I mean, hope it isn't lost okay. in translation. I, I set I you back up. We're, we're fine. 
it was it was a great route. It was tight coverage, and it was over the middle of the field. Something that Rogers has been criti- criticized for not doing, yep. attacking the middle of the field, and it was a, a difficult catch. But it again, it was a throw that only Lazard could have make, could have made. Otherwise, it would have been incomplete. And I think that was a huge, you know confidence booster for the offense to you know get things rolling and be able to move the ball i mean and granted they only settled for three on that drive, yeah. but it kind of set the tone i think for the aggressiveness it's we've been incredibly aggressive maybe even more so than i want to than i'd like to be even you know later in the game i think we were marched out for to go out for fourth down and rogers just did his thing where he tries to get the defense to jump but it's still i mean it's almost to the point where I wouldn't be too surprised if we go for it on fourth down just about anywhere on the field. Mm-hmm. And that, you know, was evident on Sunday. So I guess I'll go next. Once again, mine, mine kind of lead into each other. Maybe I should have just done all three in a row. But after that, so we had the stop, Jair. Next, you know, big play I had was the Aaron Jones. Um, no, actually, it's not the Aaron Jones. It's the, yeah, it is the Aaron Jones uh, 75-yard touchdown. Mm. I mean, very first play from scrimmage, second half. Yeah, starting off pretty pretty hot for the second half. That was pretty good. But once again, <laughs> it's we were talking beforehand. It wasn't even like a top ten memorable play for Aaron Jones, just because he pretty much shot up the middle and just ran past a couple guys and he was gone, almost untouched. Yeah, yeah. Like the the two safeties because it was two high safeties, and they took I mean horrendous angles to where they didn't have a single chance and. The linebacker came in and popped. I think it was Lindsley. I think he popped him pretty hard, but that's all he did. He didn't try to tackle Jones or anything, and, yeah, he just scampered all the way. And, yeah, like you said, it wasn't even that crazy of a, like, athletic feat almost yeah. of, of what we are accustomed to seeing with Aaron Jones. But Cause yeah. he, I mean, he had a couple more impressive games even in that game later on than, you know, just that huge touchdown, which was the longest run since Amon Green. That was a little surprising really? to hear, too. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. But your next big moment? My next one was, uh, this is, again, this isn't really, you know, a flashy thing or, or a big deal in a game where you score 42 points, but I thought MBS's first catch, his very first catch oh, yeah. in the middle. I like, and it's it's kind of been the story with MVS is where he seems to make these super difficult catches, but then like drops these layups. Yeah, and it, that that first catch was a like very difficult one if you look at it back, and it's it was a pretty high ball, and he caught it with pure fingertips and mm. was able to get upfield. But I think overall, just his game as a whole is what really gave me even more confidence in him. I mean, he's, you know that I'm I'm a big he, fan and rooting maybe, for him. Maybe, maybe just a little bit. But all those targets he was getting deep down the sideline, like Rodgers kept feeding him and feeding him and feeding him, and he kept going after him. Like, he took a pretty nasty shot on one of them. I was going to say, I thought that would would have been your moment if you're going MVS, because for me it was, yeah, going. he had the one where he dove, took that shot, mm. and I was like, oh, man, okay. That was a little scary. Pops up, he was fine. Concussion protocol, fine. And then that next series is when he dove and took another hit on the sideline. It was like, okay, shit. Well, you know, we there's been this narrative now that during this offseason that, you know, MVS lost his confidence. And, I mean, even you see plays like that, maybe a guy's going to hold himself back a little bit on the next series, and he just goes all out again. That was one of the more impressive plays from MVS and it was a nothing play yes just because you know you got to see him bounce back and he's also he's one of those guys where when he does make the play it's like he sucks he's awful but when he catches the ball and he's running it's like holy shit this guy it, he could be a monster he flies and yeah you you kind of nailed it of like what my objective was was for bringing up MVS is just like 
the yeah the confidence and like the trust that Rodgers had to keep going at him and keep feeding him and I just think he, he like he's got this he's clearly got you know a nice baseline you know set of confidence in him I think and Hopefully. I think once he has a game with no drops and he has like five catches for 103 yards like his confidence is just gonna skyrocket I really I hope think he'll so. be a that's, staple that's what we need so yeah I it's it I, I said it in August, but it's 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 go ahead and get excited about MVS again. Okay, it's okay, time. we'll we'll get see. Excited. It, I think it's still going to be a week to week thing until he puts a couple games together. No, no, but it's I, time. I, I will hold on to that hope. It is time. The last one that I have is obviously the Shandon Sullivan pick six. Mm. Rashawn Gary, obviously on the pressure. Everyone's been talking about that too. How he got up in uh, Matthew Stafford's face, kind of forced it. Yeah, after that point, the game is over. It was kind of you know, yep. def- it was. First defensive stop, okay, a little momentum there. Aaron Jones kind of piling on with the touchdown, and then, you know, not too long after that, the Sullivan pick six, which our first defensive Boom. touchdown since uh, Rashad Breeland when nice. he was with us. I think it was with the Pan- against the Panthers at the time. But, yeah, it's been a while, long overdue, but that was my last big moment of the game. Yeah, and that's the obvious one. Um, and then, again, my last one I think is uh, another subtle one. Um, I think right before half, the Packers did their thing, got Tanya to score, and then they also did extremely their thing by letting the Lions go, oh, God. you know, f- 60 yards in 14 seconds. But then when I knew the energy <laughs> of this game was different is when the classic Packer killer Matt Prater shanked that kick. That's when I knew, okay, yeah, this not, game's not, over. Not even a shank, just a miss. I mean, it was like 57 Absolute, yards. yeah, absolutely shanked it. And, <laughs> like, how does he, like, before he lined up, I was like, oh, he's nailing this. It's, Every- it's tied at halftime. Like, we're, it's, it's, we get ball at least, but it'll be tied. But, and sure enough, he missed it. I was like, okay, this is, this finally we're back to normal with Packer Lions football I think everyone probably had that same thought too where they just assumed he was going to make it because honestly he's been almost perfect it feels like against the Packers he obviously had the touchdown you know a couple years ago too yeah and even before that it was uh Hanson I think who was just like a really skinny he looked like a kicker more than anyone almost like he could be I don't know he had like legs of a ballerina And he he wouldn't miss against us either. It seemed like so. Yeah. I it's it is nice, you know, a f- going up against a franchise in the division who you know had Calvin Johnson and they have Matthew Stafford and they've spent picks on running backs. And for us, the only thing we've really feared are the kickers. <laughs> their kicker, yeah. kickers. But yeah, so yeah, a couple of points there. I I think we'll refine it a little bit over. Yeah, this. definitely need some workshopping. Um, but good, we'll but good. we'll figure it out. Yeah, I think there's yeah. some subtleties that. We we covered here that we don't get to right. Maybe we'll figure position. it out chronologically. You there know. we go. Yeah, 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 there we go. There you go. Okay, back to the game. Offense: Aaron Rodgers, eighteen for 30, 240, 240 yards. Another day at the office. Two touchdowns. Yeah, it's this is this seems like the baseline that we'll get from Aaron Rodgers for the rest of the year. I would think. And Lafleur said in his presser he had six or they they counted six drops. So I mean, what does that stat line look like with? Without those drops, Ooh, mm-hmm. well, Lord. he he did have a couple misses too. For some reason, he could not hit Aaron Jones early on in like the flat. There was the one almost in the end zone too, and another one where he just uh, the it. end zone one. I w- I wouldn't say that was really a miss. It was a, I think that was a classic of 
you know, either Aaron Jones is coming down with that or it's incomplete with, which is, uh, that's my favorite type of throw. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And he, that's what most of his throws are only in a place where exactly. his guy's going to get her. Exactly. And once again, you know, this reborn, I don't want to say reborn, but kind of reborn Aaron Rodgers. It's getting the ball quick. Ben Fennel had this tweet the other day time to attempt via PFF. So just how long snap it is. Snap to throw. Snap to throw. In 2020, Aaron Rodgers has taken 2.39 seconds. Uh, th- this is a is step that the for, average or? That, that's the average. 3.29 seconds, you know. Good Lord. 2.39 seconds. Jeez. In and out. In 2019, it was 2.74. 2018, 2.75. And so on. It's pretty much, that's what it had been. But it's just a whole half second per play is quite a bit when you're talking, you know, a three-second play pretty much. Yeah. And that has been a, the quick up-tempo. That is a huge part of why this offense has been absolutely clicking the first two weeks. And yet here we are still burning timeouts on the play clock. Yeah, <laughs> shut up. Shut <laughs> that up, is getting Yeah, there's, there's, worse, there's worse problems we can there, have. There definitely is, but, you know. Still leading, leading the league in points. We led the league last week and this week just individually. So obviously the total... High-scoring offense in football. I mean, you're right. There's other problems to have, but isn't there like a Lombardi quote where it's like, no, actually, I think it's the intro to this freaking podcast where it's like, nobody's perfect, but by striving oh. for absolute perfection. That was that uh, we had, that was in the intro last year. It was a Bart Starr quote quoting uh, Vince Lombardi. Yeah. No. Oh, so, wow. That's like the Michael Scott, Wayne Gretzky. Mm, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well. Anyways, we'll see. But in Aaron Rodgers, too, uh, he's started scampering the last two weeks. He has a couple runs, but Aaron Rodgers runs the way that I would like him to run. You know, usually you're yelling at the TV, telling guys what to what to do with Rodgers. It's literally like he can hear, hear me where it's run, 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 lay down. OK, that's good. That's good. You can look for a little bit, but once there's anyone within, within four yards, just get oh, down. I was going to say like 10 yards. <laughs> <laughs> anyone close, just slide, just slide. We cannot lose him at this point. But yeah, overall pretty solid game i believe he's also the highest graded player for pro football focus after two weeks which something like that is, i mean the, I, for week two i think which okay. like hmm i don't you look at russell wilson's the, game yeah yeah i mean he did throw a pick but it was i mean isn't that isn't pff's you know whole thing to sort of remove because the pick wasn't russell's fault then then it didn't hurt his score very much okay so then yeah i don't know how you grade yeah. I mean, you, there's not a bigger Aaron Rodgers stand than me, but I don't know how you grade him higher than Russell this week. But hey, hey, psh, hey, hey, we don't talk. We don't talk about that shit. OK, running backs. Aaron Jones. I don't know if you know, had a pretty good game. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Uh, 18 for uh, 168, a 9.3 yards per carry four catches, 68 yards. He was also the leading receiver for the Packers uh, on Sunday, too. Two rushing touchdowns, one receiving touchdown. He was, like I said, the leading receiver and rusher. 236 yards from scrimmage, which is apparently, this should be bigger news if it's true, a Packers record in a game. Yeah, I I saw there was a couple weird stats where he's like the first player since the 70s to have over 150 rushing yards and over 60-something receiving yards and all that since, yeah. Yeah, he said this is according to Joe... Kip, Joe Kip on yeah. Twitter, uh, which I, I'm surprised to find that out like through a tweet and not through like, you know, Packers social media or whatever. But like, I feel like that should be bigger news. But what's even bigger news on top of that is he did it in 48% of the snaps against the Lions. That doesn't even. Yeah. 
That's a that's a good point. Think yeah. about that. Forty eight percent of the offensive snaps, he sets a Packers record. So efficient. That's that is what you want from your offensive players is efficiency, and that is there's no better. This is me being speechless. I'm <laughs> I'm just gonna not talk for the next minute. Okay, okay, that works. Uh, Aaron Jones. I don't know if you know this. Also had amazing hands. The high point. He looked while he was running. He looked like a running back, but once he got up in the air, it's like this guy looks like a receiver. You know, it just. It's it, a good way to put it. It was weird how he high pointed too, and that was one of the things his early in his career. Adjustment to the catch, incredible. Uh, Early on in his career, his pass blocking and pass catching was, you know, he had to improve it, and he absolutely has. I mean, he's turning into, I mean, what's the negative part of his game at this point? I can't, I, I can't seriously, really think of anything. He, he's borderline flawless as a football player, and yeah, pay the man. Yeah. The touchdown run, too, that we touched on earlier, I mean, it, got, it, it was fun because he's running, and then you're like, Oh, okay. Uh, was that the last defender? Oh, it is the last defender. This is a touchdown. <laughs> it, it was like the quickest. You know, you knew that was a touchdown as soon as he got ten yards past the line, which yep. does not happen very often. Because again, those Packers. two high safeties just took horrendous angles, and yeah, it was off to the races. Yeah, it's it's gotten to the point too with Aaron Jones where like these eight and ten yard runs are almost not fun anymore. Like back in twenty. 20- <laughs> 2010 2009 when we didn't have like a hundred yard rusher for the longest time you, we uh, never we never got those runs and now it's like it's if you're giving aaron jones the ball it's a coin flip if he's going to get eight yards yeah a two yard run is like is a disappointment at this point which mm-hmm. i mean yeah it's not the best but e- either way it's he's it's getting to that point where you, you know you can't really stop him he's it's odd too because it's almost like because he's a Green Bay Packer, he's always going to be overlooked as running back just because it's always going to be Rogers. Aaron Rodgers' yep. team. Yep. But for how good Jones was, Jamal Williams is also really good. I mean, he had eight carries, 63 yards, a 7.9 average, so Whew. still pretty pretty solid. Weird, no targets. Usually he's very involved in the passing game. And it's an odd thing, too. Two-point version, too. That's right, yep. Um for how good Aaron Jones is, Jamal Williams still is cemented as the two-minute offense guy, which is kind of strange. You know, mm. for for as well-rounded as Jones has become, and as we kind of said there, Jamal Williams has always been a pretty well-rounded guy, and they keep they keep him along for the two-minute offense. I don't know what the what the reasoning is behind that. Yeah, that is interesting, but I don't know. Maybe it relates to. I know Aaron Jones was asked a question. I think earlier in the week prior to the game about like his usage and if he was frustrated and you know with Jamal getting all the the snaps or whatever and he he was very upfront he said no like I'm I know how this works now like they're keeping me fresh for the fourth quarter and or for you know later parts of the game and sure Mm -hmm. enough it it's working like a charm like Jamal Williams is a certified stud and I think he could be a, a RB1 on a lot of teams in the league it'll be interesting to see next year what pans out because obviously Jamal Williams is in a contract year Aaron Jones is in a contract both year. this year right both this year yeah so it'll be Pay Aaron I, Jones one of them's got to be gone but you you'd think wherever they go they're going to get a good shot of those snaps and I don't know it's always it's always interesting to see yeah Nagler, Nagler had a good tweet he was like you don't pay Aaron Jones because he's RB1 you pay him because he's wide receiver too. <laughs> yeah, I, I saw <laughs> that. Perfect. I saw that too. We'll we'll see the next few weeks how that goes. Uh, AJ Dillon, he got a couple more snaps. He had the five carries at the end of the game, Garbage seventeen time, yards. Yeah. Garbage time. A lot of people have been talking talking him up too. You know, you see seventeen yards. But going back to Pro Football Focus, they were saying how 
you know, he, it was an elite grade because there was like nine guys in the box when he was when he was getting the oh, ball. Oh, really? So and he's late. still churning out yards. It was something. <laughs> it was something like he he was hitting the backfield like on most of those runs, but he still ended up getting three yards. So you know, you look at it, and it's like, well, that's five yards a carry at least that he should not have had. So mm-hmm. and yeah, Tyler Irvin too, a little bit of you know less of a game. He only had one rush, but he I'm, was banged up. All we can practice, wasn't he? Yeah, and he had he went through the concussion protocol towards the end of the game mm. too. So we'll have to monitor that going forward. Pass catchers, Devontae Adams, only the three catches, thirty-six yards, caught all his targets this week, though. Yep. The hamstring injury, we'll have to see what's gonna happen there. I'm I'm not very concerned. It sounded like he wanted to go back in the game or LaFleur mentioned that, yeah, yeah, that he was itching to go back in, but at that point it was the game was decided, so yeah. Was for the best. Um yeah, and he was absolutely cooking their rookie uh, cornerback, Jeff Okuda. Um, he had a rough debut. Uh, I still think he can be a, a good pro because he was a stud at Ohio State. But, yeah, welcome to the NFL. Yeah, yeah. it's <laughs> Guard the best route runner in the NFL. <laughs> for how unproductive Devontae was for his standards, at least he still got that clip on Twitter of him just juking <laughs> at the line of scrimmage. Like, and he, like, he like jump stops. He, like, makes... It, it's hard to describe, but yeah, he like makes him jump three yards the opposite way. So then he's like four yards open. It's if if like if you had Devonte Adams. So if Devonte Adams runs the first, second, and a half of a route, and I have to run the the rest of the route, I think I could get some receptions in the NFL just because I'm going to be wide open <laughs> yeah. by the time like, yeah, I he, take over. He does the the release for you, and then you <laughs> yeah. Just do the, yeah, that's actually <laughs> exactly be a very fun experiment. I mean, I'll get cut in half as soon as two guys tackle me, <laughs> yeah. but either way, uh, yeah. And then after Devonte Adams, a bit of a drop off. Well. <laughs> drop off mvs three catches 64 (laughs) yards watch it yeah he still had you know we talked about it earlier he got banged up a couple times but bounced back he had another kind of drop too but he's i mean you know he had the 97 yards last week 64 this week pretty pretty good no no complaints so much pretty on pace for 1100 yards some would say yeah he's Um, he's i just like i i I just i'm gonna keep hammering it home i just i we're so close with MVS. I just think we're one, you know, big game with no drops away to where his confidence is just like he's going to walk into every room like he's wide receiver one, and he should. I I'm, I'm so. very excited for his future. Yeah, me too. Uh, Alan Lazard, three catches, 45 yards. It's just to the point, and everyone, like like I think I mentioned earlier, every one of his catches were for first down. On fourth down, like, honestly, this might sound weird, but I trust Alan Lazard more with the ball in the air than I think I do Devontae Adams. Just because... Ooh, I, that does sound... I, I, I liked where you were going with it, but I hated how you finished. I don't have a memory of Lazard dropping a big-time ball, but I do with Devontae mm, Adams. That's fair. That's, that's fair. just what it... Because even on... You know, when we're on the goal line and we run those slants, it isn't just this year, but Devontae's dropped a lot of those, you know, contested catches really close to the line. Yeah, I like to... Like, I'd like to think I can, like process things that are happening on the football field pretty quickly so i always like to see where the receivers are lining up pre-snap and then when rogers throws the ball so i can kind of get a sense of who's going to be the recipient of the throw Mm -hmm. and yeah so like kind of going off your point if it's thrown in lazard's direction i'm i'm so it's like such a security blanket of just like (laughs) i this is going to be a completion it's legitimately the opposite of 
you know, Lazard and MVS when you when you see the ball going at him. Yeah, where it's like where it's like MVS. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Lazard, it's like okay, we're yeah. good. Oh yeah, well, he caught it like he always does. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, tight ends bad first years from the tight ends, especially big drops. I mean, it was Tanya and Sternberger back to back. At least Tanya bounced back. Babito. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The uh, two catches, twenty five yards. Obviously, the touchdown too. Right where before half, huge. Right before half, yeah. I really needed and he this. Did the, oh, he did the point and laugh. Oh, that was awesome. I loved That's, that. That's so okay. Sidebar. This team, and maybe I'm just getting older, but they're really they're getting pretty oh, here close. Comes a boomer take. Yep, they're getting close to getting these, you know, unsportsmanlike flags. It was that the pointing. I, you know, if they throw Boomer. the flag there for it, I'm like, yeah, you're not yeah. supposed to do that. And even <laughs> the game before, too, it's like Darnell Savage and Kevin King, they love getting in people's faces after the play and like pushing them a bit. I'm like, if you guys fuck, like, we don't get a okay, ton of that, stops early that is in the like game. a defensive back, like, staple, though. It's like, you, you can't be a defensive back in the NFL. I don't know. Unless you go through the initiation of <laughs> celebrating an incompletion that was 10 yards over the receiver's head. Okay, but there, there's that, but it's like in the run game too where they're getting crushed and getting in each other. I just, the worst thing is when you get a stop on third down finally, and then there's a flag after mm, the plane. It's like, what are we doing That's the here? Tony Brown special. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> that sounds like that sounds like if you went into a restaurant and you were confident and you said, can I get the Tony Brown special? They'd be like, let me go talk to the cook. <laughs> Like it's that sounds like a legitimate like that thing. That sounds familiar, but let me just check. <laughs> the Tony Brown special. I like. Yeah, we'll have to remember that now for <laughs> any time we get unsportsmanlike. Yeah, uh, Jace Sternberger. Oof. Yeah, we're long ways got, to go. Got to bring it back down. He's this. Now I wrote this in hate. So you know, in the moment, it's a strong word. Jace is getting close to getting the bum label. Okay, I know it's very it's too early, but when it's <laughs> wow. when it's three targets and three drops on the season, it's like, what are we doing yeah. here, Jace? At least uh, to to his point after the game, he put out a tweet with like the brick emojis saying that he has to improve. Or it's like, okay, I do well, like that self awareness. You know, yeah, very very important. One of the most important things like, you can be in life. That's what I also don't like about like Packers fans having access to these players because it's like and like shouting at them very mean things about how he's trash or whatever it's like like obviously that per that player is aware of their shortcomings yeah. so they need to you know improve so i don't know it's it there's been an evolution to that too where you know back in the day it, it would be like you know little clippings in the newspaper or it is someone face to face yeah <laughs> talking to but him but now, now it's like with social media and thousands exactly so yeah hopefully hopefully that doesn't come into play but jace just catch the ball man that's all please we, we know he's going to come around but right now it's not very especially when everyone seems to be dropping the ball except for big dog one catch four yards big dog. still i mean he's he's just going to catch everything he is the best player and on the also Packers. who would have thought like what a weird place to be in that like i was missing the messiah josiah the Josiah oh. the Messiah. I was missing him a little bit. Damn it. It was weird. Like, after seeing those drops, I'm like, all right, where's 81? I'd never heard that nickname before. Oh, really? Oh, I, have a, I have a group chat with Packers fans, and that's oh. what we call them. Oh, okay. okay. Oh, do you want to be in it? I don't I don't know these people. I don't need more friends. I have a lot of friends. Okay. <laughs> the, the, offensive, the offensive line, really, really good game overall. Once again, uh, I mean, the run blocking. I mean, Aaron Jones had, he could go wherever he wanted. 
Aaron Rodgers could go wherever he wanted. He, you know, he had his first, he was sacked for the first time. And I think he's only been pressured like five times on the season. Wow. So, yeah. And not only that, it's the one sack they've given up and they've had six different combinations of the offensive line through two games this year. I mean, I don't know. Jeez. I don't think we went through six combinations all of last season. Six. That yeah, is there's no way. Nuts. Yeah. And like I said, they've, oh, every single guy has been showing up. And right now, I don't know if it's eating crow or not, but I was wrong about Rick Wagner. I've obviously talked a lot about the right tackle position as a whole, how we've kind of kept punting or trying to f- figure out what to do about Brian Balaga. And, it, you know, I thought it was going to hurt during all of training camp, but Rick Wagner has been an absolute bargain for $6 million, I think, a year. Six to play and a half, something, maybe. Yeah, to play right tackle because he's he's been solid mm-hmm. Aaron Rodgers had all the time in the world the right side of the line has been absolutely fine is did Trey Flowers play I th- I don't remember the blinds did have a lot of guys hurt maybe he didn't I feel play. like I feel like I'd remember if he didn't play though but yeah either way if he did he could have fooled me because I mean that was a I was a huge free agent last year and yeah he's been you know two years since the ink was dry on that deal that huge deal I think it was like yeah. 80 million over five years he's been eh. well of course it, and that the you know jamie collins 1.0 is what you know trey flowers is because the lines are just that team that always will get a big free agent and two years down the road you're like oh yeah i forgot that guy went to die yeah. in Detroit. <laughs> but at least jamie collins did have the one sack but yep. once again back to rick wagner too and looking at it brian balaga love him he did have to uh come out of the game this week because he got hurt Who? so Brian Balaga oh, for the Chargers. Sad. So, yeah. I yeah, I think I I saw that it's only like an, an MCL sprain. So it's, it's like a bone bruise. Hopefully good health yeah. with them. Balaga, Iowa. Uh, Bakhtiari, another great game. I don't know what to say at this point. We'll see what happens with Pay this contract. Is I, what I want to say. I really hope. Well, you saw he wants like the $22 million per year. Pay him. That is a lot of money. Deserves it. We'll have to see. Corey Lindsley, speaking of pain, he's also in a contract year. Mm. He's the highest rated see, uh, center on pro football focus. Uh, wow. he exited with a hand injury. It sounds like the thumb on his snapping hand is sprained. Pretty so, important. Yeah, we'll have to see about that going forward, especially because Lucas Patrick came in and was not playing as well as Corey. But at least but the, game the fact over. that he was able to step in, I think Lucas Patrick has been a pretty sweet bargain as well. Oh, yeah. He, we signed him for cheap, and he's already played, what, three different positions on the line? Yeah, he's he's the perfect stopgap to get you through a couple games. And, exactly. you know, early on now, he's had to come up and a do nice, that. A, a Brett Goode, mm. some would say. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, I think I hope he played better on the offensive line than Brett Goode would. Uh, Elton Jenkins still <laughs> hasn't allowed a sack in his NFL career and only given up one QB pressure. Star. Pretty pretty good. He's uh, pay him. Yeah, Matt, Matt Schneidman gave that stat out to pay him. Pay <laughs> <Yeah>. him. <laughs> pay him like, now. I was like, wait a minute. It, it, it sucks because we're in one of those seasons where there's so many players where like, oh, we got to pay all these guys. <laughs> if, if we just win the Super Bowl this year, then it's like, okay, I care a lot less now. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, you know, two, a year from now, two years from now, we'll be like, oh, shit. Some oh, tough decisions Dev- for sure. You know, Devontae Adams versus Jair Alexander. I don't know. I don't know. We'll have to see. But Spence, the draft grades. What yeah. About oh, God. oh, and I remember, too, the three things. The three things that do not matter, but the fucking media makes you think they matter. Power rankings, draft grades, and NFL top 100. 
Oh, there you go. Absolutely do not matter content, at all. Baby. And people just love talking about We're it. in the content business, so we should know that it's content. Yeah, baby. Maybe, maybe we shouldn't say that. But yeah, I, <laughs> n- nothing else really to say about the offense. It's been phenomenal so far. No complaints. 42 and a half points in two games. I mean. How'd you do that math so quick? <laughs> I can't tell if you're serious or not. <laughs> I'm joking. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. What else can you say? Rodgers is. Aaron Rodgers again. He always has been in my eyes, but it's good to finally for him to reintroduce himself to the world yeah. as Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, I'm back, bitch. A bad bitch. Ooh, a bad. Or did a, you say I'm back, bitch? He's he's back. He's back as a bad bitch. And with Ooh. that, and with that, we will have a quick commercial break. <laughs> Are you going inside a public building? Have you developed a double chin that you want to hide out in public? Have you finally decided to wear a mask after being the star in one too many public freakout videos? Sounds like you could use a homemade cloth mask. 26hats.com makes some of the best cloth masks around. Check out the website to see what styles are available. Each mask is handmade using hands to make them. There's no better way to represent the state of Wisconsin while also making yourself less contagious than wearing one of these masks. For custom koozies, book covers, and face coverings, visit 26hats.com today. Okay, and we are back with the defense. With the defense. And I will start with a with pretty, a stat? pretty nice stat. Okay. So Packers looked pretty brutal, pretty <laughs> capers-ish in the first two drives. It's it's becoming petting-ish. Fort- start, <laughs> starting slow. Yeah. Four, yes, 14 points, you know, walked on like a hot knife through butter Ooh, yeah i nailed that one uh <laughs> after that they had six possessions and managed a total of 77 yards and negative seven points okay i think negative se- negative seven points which i, I like mean that. the pick yeah. six yeah you're right um yeah it's i don't know i i just get so scared of this defense mm-hmm. we get the blips but yeah it it's bad because I think there was a similar stat for the Viking game too, and it's like, okay, if you just ignore all the bad, all stuff, the bad just stuff, we did good. Pretend, <laughs> pretend none of that happened. Then we're fine. And it's like that's what happens. That's what happened with Dom Capers. But it's like, come on, just look at look at the turnovers he's forcing every once in a but while. But this is a little different because I mean, yeah, well, I'm, <laughs> I'm saying it. Yeah, besides the 14 points, yeah, yeah, like they they did only have you know one more touchdown drive after that. Yeah, and that, they did all of the they did the fourteen all in the first quarter, so it's like that's true. It'll yeah, we'll we'll have to see going forward. But hopping into it, defensive backs will start there once again. Jair was one of the stars of the game. Just he's always just right on the hip of his receiver now. Obviously, matchup against Marvin Jones, who always seems to score against us. Like every killer every single game. It seems like he gets at least a touchdown. Like I mentioned, you know he had that play in the flat. He does really like live. For breaking up those screen passes, yes, it's nice to see that from a cornerback too. Who you know, we've had players in the past who don't really get their nose dirty. Maybe you know, Quentin Rollins and Demarius, Demarius Randall at times, but nice seeing that he's also apparently the highest rated uh, corner on Pro Football Focus, Ooh. which is pretty good too. It's one of those things I might have said it earlier, but it's like. PFF is trying to be like, okay, hey guys, we don't hate the Packers. You don't, <laughs> you don't have to absolutely hate us. Yeah, he and he almost had another pick too with that breakup. It was, I think, it was, yeah, it was yeah, a third down early that on. Marvin Jones ended up catching and converting. But yeah, it was just like another. It was similar to the Thielen week one yep. where it was like patty yep. cake and it was kind of like up in the air and 
which is like whoever could snatch it first and yeah that would have been that would have been another huge swing but yeah uh speaking of the swings uh shannon sullivan oh huge uh bounce back game for him i mean shoot the first six quarters he had been bad and he had a couple decent plays i guess in i the mean second, yeah but let's let's just relax on the bad he was he was not very good he, he it was very questionable at times but the pick, and he had a couple nice plays. Yes. I am Big back pass. at ease with Shandon. Once again, a very you know low pay guy. Hopefully, he takes keeps taking those steps this year. Yeah, I was. It, it feels good like being excited about a guy and then having that guy come through, mm-hmm. and that's what appears to be Shandon. I'm. I'm hopefully. a big fan of his. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully, we'll have to keep monitoring him going forward. Kevin King apparently was never targeted during Zero. the game. That works. I mean, gosh, he's gonna get paid. Yeah. Enjoy him. Enjoy him, Packers fans. Like <sighs> don't build hey, don't build it up. You don't you don't want to change it, but he's going yeah. to get paid. Yeah, we'll we'll see. We have a lot of young corners kind of, you know, back getting ready. You know, Kadar Holman, Josh Jackson popped up too in this game, but yeah, we'll see. Uh Darnell Savage. Ooh. Okay, so you got on you got on me there for Shannon Sullivan. I would like to officially be on record that I am worried about Darnell Savage. Mm, I still think it's very early for that. Very early to it throw is. out the W word. It is. But yeah, that I think it was the first play or the second play of the game, the the play to Hawkinson. It's like a corner route. And I mean Savage just like I mean he just like 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 threw himself at Hawkinson, but not in a violent way. Mm-hmm. In like a in like a a ball pit way where he just like threw it at him yep. and then like bounced off and it was who it was hard to watch. That's what I'm saying because those types of plays remind you of Ha Ha Clinton Dix. Mm. And that's I don't want to get there. I think wow. I, Savage is a lot more aggressive. I was going to say and he's a lot faster. He's a lot faster so he can make it up but it's something to monitor going forward especially you know when Adrian Amos didn't have a very good game either. The, you know going into the season pretty excited about this secondary as a whole and for both of those guys to play just kind of mess so far, we'll have more tests along the line here. But I think I guess what uh, depends on what your definition of, of of worry is. It's it's you know we've been Packer fans for the last fifteen years, and it's okay if we're gonna get beat. It's because you know big plays in the secondary. You know I still remember mm. like freaking Charlie Pepra. In the divisional round against the Giants, when we were fifteen and one, trying to make a tackle, where he just checked the dude in the middle of the field. I forgot who it was, oh, maybe like Mario Manningham, and then he mix, ran, maybe yeah, and he ran for like fifty yards for a touchdown. Oh, I and remember it's, that one. You have these concerns, and the reason why I bring them up now and I sound negative is because it's going to be the shit that falls apart at the end. You know, people have said before, you know, those if you start a relationship, you know, it's it the things that mess it up are the little things that you thought wouldn't matter you know the things you thought you could overlook are the reasons why some relationships fall apart and wow. it's the reason why some defenses fall apart okay too in the NFL. dr phil i'm just saying hey yeah well said he's not a real doctor but i might be i'm at least an expert when it comes i just to NFL. think it's i think savage is still in the keeping an eye on him stage yeah i mean I uh, worry is yeah a- I mean, the, we're making content here, Kyle. Come okay. on, you have to have strong takes. Yeah, you know, you're right. You're a little, right. little watered All down, right. but I'm, I'm still saying I am actually worried. Fair <laughs> enough. Uh, Vernon Scott, rookie, had his first career sack. That was, so, yeah. I mean, it was kind of a gift. Very much a gift. It was, <laughs> yeah. It was uh, that was good to see. I'm surprised he was. 
um, getting snaps, Raven Green must still be pretty banged up, I imagine. Yeah. I mean, he was active. He, he did play. He might have played as many snaps as Vernon Scott, too. But, yeah, we'll, we'll ease him back and see what yeah, happens Vernon, there. He was a seventh rounder, wasn't he? Who? Oh. Vernon Scott. Yeah, yes, he but was. But the draft grades. The yeah, draft grades. A, well, okay. <laughs> I know. A seventh rounder, one sack. <laughs> yeah, well, a big reason why, too, we haven't seen Raven Green is uh, Will Redman apparently had a solid game, too. So. Another fan of him. There you go. Uh, outside linebackers, Gary, ooh, you were sniffing it. You, you, you're such a piece of shit. Oh, me? God, like you couldn't even like get me a six pack. I mean, I got ninety percent of the way there. <laughs> uh, that's that math is seventy-five percent. Right. Oh, thank yeah. Could, counting? Couldn't have figured that out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Pretty solid game. Uh, he's been I feel the pressure. Like he get the he. Uh, he should get credit for the fall. But anyways, sure, whatever. Well, I mean, whatever. He so, <laughs> two two of his pressures this year have forced picks against you know the opposing quarterbacks. One and a half sacks in this game. I don't want to say it. Mentioned it early in the year. Rashawn Gary might make Preston Smith expendable, especially with the season Preston's Oof. been having. He's been okay, but he's people have said he came in overweight, whatever. But well, he, I mean, he was in on one sack. That, run. Really? Yeah, people have said that, and he did kind of look at two. I still remember. Uh, he's his, always been like a big looking boy, though. Yeah, he's supposed to be, you know, a run stopping outside linebacker. But I don't know. He does have. Especially when, like, you know, you'll see Rashawn Gary have his jersey just underneath his shoulder pads, and mm. then he's, like, showing off his abs. Every time you see Preston Smith, it's a white shirt, and it, he has developed a bit of a, <laughs> a bit of a gut there. Hey, beer gut, Wisconsin. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, I've, I'm beating him in, when it comes to beer guts. Uh, Zadarius <laughs> still making plays? Uh, I don't know. Ho-hum, he, um, another day at the office. He, he just, he is so fast. Whatever he's doing on the line, it's incredible to watch him move as an outside yes. linebacker. And again, it's just harassing his matchup. Just just being annoying as hell to it's just relentless pursuit. It's awesome. And he did have the one I mean, I don't want to say bad penalty, it was just kind of like a uh, I Oh, mean, that it, sucked. I mean, the, he the knew open, right away the open, too. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it's like you can't really fault him, but it was a great play because yeah, he got in there in a second, but Yeah, tough. he he had the he had the sack early on, I believe it was, and you know, he just makes some of those plays too that you overlook. Maybe we could have mentioned it before, but he, you know, one of those plays he was rushing, you know, he's starting to rush, beat the tackle, and then he ran into the running back to throw him off the route, and from there, Stafford had nowhere to go, and yep. he just threw the ball away. You know, those little plays that you don't think of after the game, but, you know, an incompletion is an incompletion. Yes, so maybe maybe an unsung swing. Ooh, perhaps, perhaps. Yeah, Preston, we talked about him a little bit there. He did have, he was in on the Rashawn Gary sack as well, I believe, yes. so he had the half, but... We'll have to see what happens with the three-headed monster at outside. Yeah, I mean, Jesus, Spence, it's week two. I know, I know. But Can we just enjoy the depth we have and it, stop thinking about, you know, contracts and shit? I know, it sucks, but that's you have to think about it because there's so many. Not right, not in week two. There's, there's puzzle pieces because it's like, okay, this year it's Bakhtari, Aaron Jones, Corey Lindsley, Kevin King, who are all playing pretty damn well. Next year's Devontae Adams and then Jair's coming up in the future too and then you have Aaron Rodgers hanging up there with hey. Alright, that's like hey, years from now. Hey, I'm going to have a cap hit of 35 million in a couple years. I'm just saying I'm just saying it's it's something to think about. He did, oh god here's another one too. The patent, Preston Smith jumping off sides when the clock is at zero thinking he can get a head start and then does not happen. He, I mean that's He brought it back this that's year. That's a good good logic to me. <laughs> I just feel like as soon as it hits zero, you should be you should have free reign to just zoom. If that were the case, then Aaron Rodgers would 
be manhandled a lot. Be true. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. It would not work out in our favor overall. <laughs> Inside linebacker, still not much of an opinion on these guys. Uh, it did seem like Kirksey was one of the lowest rated players for pro football focus. He does get a lot of catches or catches. He does get a lot of tackles, but I still like him so much more in the pass game. And that, like the pass coverage isn't really of a strength of his. And yet it's yeah. quite an upgrade over Blake Martinez. Yeah. Well, which speaking of Blake Martinez, he's been absolutely killing it. Apparently, I, but he's always killed it on Pro Football Focus too, like Haha Clinton Dix back exactly. in the day too. You wonder what they really look at, but we'll we'll see going forward. At, at least Kirksey, he seems to be a lot more aggressive. You mm-hmm. know, we kind of said that earlier too, where Kirksey's more aggressive, Savage is more aggressive as opposed to Blake Martinez and Haha Clinton mm-hmm. Dix. So as long as we got that, it's a little bit better. Um, and then Chris, uh, Chris uh, Barnes. Chris Barnes, he was in there too, and once again, he's yeah. You called him Burns a few times last week. I did, I think. Yeah, I'm probably. Still, I, and you know why? I'm still thinking of because that because the way his linebacker. name is Chris, it's I think it's it's K H R Y S. So maybe like the Y threw you off to where it's Burns or something. It's I don't know. definitely that, along with the outside linebacker who I think got drafted by the Panthers last year. Brian Burns. Yep, there you go. That's mm. that's what I'm thinking of too. So we'll see moving forward. Defensive line, the amount of times. In the first two possessions, I said missing Kenny, probably in the hundreds. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. Every single run, I was like, missing Kenny. Ma- maybe missing I'm Kenny. Maybe I'm glad I missing didn't watch Kenny. the game with you then, because that would get annoying quick, especially oh, the first. I, I said it so many times, and yeah, the Lancaster got washed on quite a few plays. Yeah, not the best from the defensive line overall. Uh, Kiki, I do like watching Kiki at least mm. with Kenny Clark being gone. He's another guy where you watch him on the defensive line. It's like, man, he can really move pretty quick for how big of a dude he is. Yeah, on uh, one of Gary's sacks, yep. he he they both had a beautiful pass rush. He did like this, like almost like a Devonte Adams off the press, you know, mm-hmm. step footwork, and it was it was beautiful. And yeah, got home. Love to see it. Like uh, I mentioned before, Kenny Clark has said that Kiki is the most talented guy on the defensive line. So we will see. Uh, speaking of the not so good play at the defensive line, you mentioned Tyler Lancaster there too. Martavius Adams, he is oof. He is a weak link. If you oof. if you watch the one AP run where AP gets the edge, it's because Adams just gets washed, and it was the slowest like AP. It you know you don't want to see AP do well. But watching him hit the corner and just, it's like he's jogging and he's slow. It's like, oh, man, I'm old now too, huh? <laughs> not not the most fun, but a little bit fun because it looked like it should have been a touchdown. You see there were Lions players putting their hands in the air when he got the They're edge. They were like, oh, wait, he's 39 years old. Never yeah, mind. not, not going to happen. Um, but, yeah, I guess this defense overall, it's, it, it's always going to make me think of, of Dom Capers, but it's... In this game, too, like we're up 14-3 getting the ball back. I still wasn't worried. You know, still wasn't worried at all in the game because as long as we're up two possessions and we're getting the ball, I'm fine. Mm-hmm. But anything after that, it, it's funny, too, because when you're playing the Lions, you know, week 17 last year, too, it's like, whatever, we'll mm-hmm. come back. And that's exactly what happened. Very, very easy to play the Lions sometimes. Yeah, I think, I don't know, Petten just needs to, like, maybe he's predictable. Like, I'm not going to pretend I know what goes in. Uh, a game plan for an offensive coordinator, defensive coordinator, but yeah, he just seems to just come out really soft sometimes and just like be, just get walked all over for the first quarter of a game and then finally lock up. But if we can just put together four quarters, well, it's like Kyle Shanahan before he was talking about that, like in practice back in the day with the Browns, how 
easy practice was against him because he just always knew what he was what he was going to run. Or mm. uh, it's uh, we'll see, we'll see. Still holding that hope. Petten's better than Dom Capers was. Absolutely. But uh, with that, we will have not a quick commercial break, but we will have is Kyle an idiot? Ooh, I'm not an idiot. Okay, you sure? Yes. All right, is Kyle an idiot? No. Re- returning for another week. What are you? You were uh, you were seven and five, and now one. you are seven five and one. Now you're eight six and one. That's what you are. You're eight six and there one. We go. Perfect. Okay. Uh, I don't remember exactly what these questions are. Okay, here we go. I don't know. Usually, I try to go easy to hard, but I don't think that's how it's going to go this week. Okay. Hard, just hard to hard. And <laughs> easy might be. We'll see. Okay. We are playing the Saints on primetime this week. It's true. Back in 2014, we played the Saints on Monday Night Football. What defensive player for the Packers lined up at tight end for one play in that game? Julius Peppers. Yep. Okay. Oh, good. wow. Good he should have caught that. Uh, he I can't should remember. Have that. Oh, he did drop it. It was a pure drop. I was doing Googling yesterday to try to figure out. I could not find the play. I found it before. Could not this time. The only way I could prove it is that he. I went on Pro Football Wait, Reference and he had a target game. Then no, it was that game. It was okay. Because yeah, it was a bad drop. How was that not readily available on the internet? I know it. It was last year. I don't know. Well, huh. I, Mike McCarthy probably was like, "Get rid of this." <laughs> yeah, them. That's, that's what it was. I found it. That's what it was. I found it last year. Once Mike McCarthy started digging and doing his, you know, work at the barn or whatever in Green Bay, where he was <laughs> saying, you know, he was with like Jim Fossil and stuff, digging Analytics. up tapes. He he. That's what it was. He dug in the internet and had that play deleted everywhere. <laughs> okay, because it's very anti-analytics. Yeah, <laughs> very much. Okay. All right, what I know so far, pretty good. All right. Here is another question. Oh, really? <laughs> yep. Kenny Clark is still hurt. He went to UCLA. What other first-round pick of the last 10 years for the Packers went to UCLA? <laughs> oh, this is good. <laughs> Detone Jones. Yeah, okay. Damn it. I, I was hoping to figure out a way to like slide it in there because last week you said, oh, that would be a good <laughs> trivia question sometime. Yeah, I made that maybe a little bit too easy i, I was, no i just i don't know i just that's something i remember because that's i remember how i i think associated kenny where it was just like well shit yep i mean the tone jones <laughs> what the hell yeah i yeah and like i said he's on a practice squad i not the Bengals. i forgot where he's at right now he's still he had he looks like uh he's not as big as one but a beluga whale his head the shape of his head oh is just so massive <laughs> just <laughs> such a big head such a big human but very good two and oh all right two and oh okay the last one damn it i think oh, fuck. okay who oh. currently has the second most catches on the green bay packers this year this year uh oh this is kind of a trick question yeah uh, damn this yeah this is the toughest the one second i guess most because obviously first is Devonte. So second, I'm going to go, no, it's MVS, isn't it? Aaron Jones has oh, eight. I was going to guess. Yep. 
So Aaron Jones has eight. MVS has seven. Damn, Alan Lazard has seven. Yeah. Because I was going to go Jones, but then I was like, maybe he did it because I'm such an MVS guy. Yep. And then I, ooh, good. well played. See, that was a good, that was a good a... question. I'm like, maybe I can actually look at stats from this year in the questions. So yeah, there you that's go. pretty good. And okay. You know what? I do like those types of questions yeah, a lot yeah, see, more. That was, that was a good, like, looking at you there, it was a good thinking, not just a blank, like, I'm getting stuck in my own head. You were like, wait yeah. a minute, <laughs> doing math. Yeah, but, you know, put it. Yeah, Alan and from uh, The Hangover just doing the math up in his head. <laughs> That's what you were there. Okay, the so Rain Man, Stump um, Spenny, Stump Spenny. You're gonna get stumped. This is this is a more of a test of like your, the 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 Packers content you consume on the internet, and um, okay, just a test of that. And I I still think even if you didn't consume this content, you'll still be able to get it if you just think. And I'm sorry, listeners, since you're not in on the joke, if you just think about our our mutual our friends that we have and who, who maybe have this similar. Anyways, I probably Kep, gave too Kep. much. What is Aaron Rodgers' favorite Ben Stiller movie? Oh yeah. I was, no, I, <laughs> Oh God, I'm such a loser. His it's, I've never seen it. It's heavyweights. Ah, there it is. But he's mentioned before. You've never seen it. No, I've never seen it. Yeah. Oh. And cause he, he said like one of his favorite movies is that, uh, Will Ferrell one where they go back in time or ju- it's like journey to the center of the earth. He's he's got some weird taste in music. Like he really loves Movies. counting crows. Like okay, Aaron, that's whatever. You know he was dating Danica and I'm sure he got into the crystals and all that stuff too. Because <laughs> like I said, he's he's starting to turn into like the Zen master now. Early in his career. Well, that's because I, I wanted to bring that up. Did you watch that at all? Because this I got from this Pat information McAfee? from Pat McAfee. It was uh-uh. literally I d- today. No, nope, I, I didn't see it this week. But uh, well, so then how'd you know it was heavyweights? I'm. Uh, did you not hear what I said when I answered? I said I'm a loser. Like I already, <laughs> le- legitimately, I already knew that before I saw. I did see a tweet today mentioning it as well, but I already <laughs> knew it beforehand. Yeah, that's uh, that's pretty impressive. But that I mean that whole thing he does with pat mcafee is pretty cool and he even mentioned like how you said he's like the zen master oh yeah. someone had asked him like uh well you know why do you look like you're having such a good time like and he said like i'm just happier i'm in a better headspace like i've done things in my life i've formed habits and you know made relationships and surrounded myself with people and geez now i'm getting all sentimental but mm-hmm. it was just, it was really cool to hear like he's just like truly like in a good place mentally and he's just like happy to be alive it's it's, awesome yeah it's one of those things you know in his press conferences and stuff people make a lot of how he talks people Mm -hmm. up you know certain receivers or tight ends or maybe he doesn't talk certain guys up he's doing it again with danica you know he's he's (laughs) flexing on the haters (laughs) he's saying i'm really happy right now you know there's the friends in my life they've really showed up they've really performed and maybe i've gotten rid of some of the negative you know people who a little subtle yeah Yeah. so maybe that's part of it and he he knows how to use his words it just made like it made me think like he has every reason to be you know pissed off and crabby with what the packers did this offseason you know Mm -hmm. drafting his replacement hopefully i mean or hopefully not for you know, seven years. He there, doesn't good job. For seven years. Good, but, good save. Yeah. Yep. Jordan loves second contract. Yeah. But yeah, he just he he has every reason to be you know pissed off and shit. But he's he's not, and it's we'll see. Inspiring. He he's a smart dude, and he knows what to say 
top to bottom, you know, he he's always controlling his message. So I don't know. If he ever puts out a book, it would be uh, interesting. See, it would be interesting to get everything from Aaron Rodgers. The Mike McCarthy, Brett Favre stuff at the beginning, the McCarthy stuff, and now getting drafted, you know, Jordan Love getting drafted. That's a lot of drama in, you know, a 15, 20 year career that yeah. he's gonna have. But and you're right where he yeah, he's very calculated with what he says and a lot of it probably can be just, you know, athletes speak saying all the right things. But, you know, there was like hearing him talk and watching him talk on the McAfee show, like it truly feels genuine of just like like a relaxed mind. And he really is like at peace with a lot of stuff. So I don't know. I just think it's scorched earth, scorched earth Rogers is going to continue for the foreseeable future. And I, ooh, I'm excited. Perfect. Perfect. Well, and on that, we'll now have dump Packer fan of the week. Land of the lost land of the lost is the movie we we're looking for. That's the Will Ferrell movie that Aaron Rodgers thinks is like the most underrated movie of all time. But Dumb Packer fan of the week, Kyle. I know you yeah, found this, this one first because it was just oh my god. So and I I want to keep like no I'm handles. A, don't don't hu- give out the handle. Yeah, I'm not a name. huge fan of this segment because it feels like just talking down to people. Yeah, yeah, Looking like f- condescending, pretentious, maybe. Yeah. Yep, but very much so. This is just like you you simply cannot have this opinion. Yep. So Matt Schneidman tweeted a tweet that got me real excited in the loins. Devonte Adams was talking about Jair Alexander and when Alexander was a rookie in 2018, Adams sensed something special despite his age because of how he played and carried himself. There was one player Adams said is similar now. Third round tight end, Josiah the Messiah Deguara. Wonderful tweet. Wonderful. Thank you. Thank you, Perfect. Matt. Like, how does that not get you excited about like what? Because we know what Jair is now and like what? How does that not get you excited? This guy responds, he may be right. DeGuara may turn may turn into a star. Still, you don't take that guy in the third round. <laughs> so once again, <laughs> we're back to draft grades. Yeah. I mean, that end segment. Like, it, I don't even think there's there needs any commentary with that. Like, if if you feel a guy is gonna be star, is going to be a star, you you take him where you have him graded as as a front office yep and you don't give a shit yep what other front offices or what talking heads in the media have to say about that but obviously this guy is consumed by those opinions okay i'm done yeah this guy too uh later on he said you're telling me the packers drafted him to be travis kelsey and you're telling me to come on man it's like (laughs) He literally was taken right around the same spot that Travis yeah. Kelsey was taken. And he went yeah, to the same college. Yeah, guess what round Travis Kelsey was drafted in. Hello. Yeah, it's unbelievable. And once again, to sum this up, just to get it rolling for a dumb Packer fan, we talked about it during the draft, too, on our draft episode. Everyone said Russell Wilson was a huge reach when, oh he, my gosh. All, when he got drafted. All you need to do is have, you know, there's 32 teams. If two teams want to draft someone, you know, you got to draft him when you want to because, or else the other team will. And all it takes you is. You got to wait 32 picks. It t- just takes two teams for a reach to whatever happened. You know, it's, it, it's, as long as you want your guy, and especially with the Josiah pick too, we traded up to get Jordan Love. I don't know if you remember that. Mm. We traded away our fourth round pick. So they wanted to get him in the, in the third Boom. because they didn't think they'd be able to they'd get him in the They'd have to fifth. wait, you know, a whole day, literally a whole yep. day to, to get another chance. But that is it for Dump Packer Fan of the Week. Preview slash predictions for the Saints game. All right. We are playing on Sunday night football, right? Wait, hold on, hold on. 
Dun, 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 yeah, no, no L. Michaels though. Dun, dun, I like, I saw that. Kind of weird, but Tariko, I'm a big fan of Tariko, so he, I'm okay with that. Tariko's fine, but it's like he should. I wish he would have stayed at ESPN because he was a great Monday Night Football voice. Yeah, no, I like him, but L. Michaels is like my favorite. Yeah, you L. can't Michaels get better than L. Michaels. Yeah. But yeah, uh, we are playing the Saints, who didn't have a very good game last night. Yikes. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Drew Brees is getting Drew old. Drew Brees is looking every single day of his age. I mean, he looked old against the Vikings in the playoffs, and he has not gotten any younger, which is weird. He's an absolute statue in the pocket, too. Yeah. If if Z and, and Rashawn and P can get home. <laughs> we do need one of those test games. Like, we keep mentioning the Dom Capers defense. Like, do we see if this is the Dom Capers defense? Because the veteran quarterbacks can usually tear us up. Mm-hmm. Maybe we'll see that. I mean, shoot, Philip Rivers absolutely carved us up last year, and Breeze is kind of fitting that mold as well. Yep. So it'll be. And they an do have. Game. They do have an Aaron Jones and Alvin Kamara. Yep. I think. Yeah. Now that I think about it, they have very similar skill sets and very he's, similar production levels. I'd say he's the most similar player to Aaron Jones for sure because he can do a little bit yeah. of everything. Michael yeah, Thomas looked really, up. really good last night. But yeah, yeah. Michael Thomas, he's probably going to play but i wouldn't count it out because i don't know last week like they were saying yeah multiple weeks multiple weeks but then he ended up like getting in a practice practice in a limited fashion towards the end of the week it'll see if he practices and this goes for the green bay packers too if someone doesn't practice on friday they're probably not going to play in the game Mm -hmm. so we'll have to monitor that going forward but in the saints defense too apparently they're a little banged up or well I guess they have some pretty solid rushers, too, and a decent secondary, so they'll be a good test for Aaron Rodgers mm-hmm. and company. But I don't know. It's still... it. The Saints are always one of those teams that you can't count out, and they obviously can put up points whenever they want. Mm-hmm. They do have uh, Jared Cook on the squad, too. Mm-hmm. You know, single tier rolling down the face. You know, he's he's no longer ours, yeah. but... I don't know. We'll we'll have to see. It it's so early in the year too. It's tough to know what's what at this point. But yeah, I, it was. I was surprised they opened as three and the Saints opened as three and a half point favorites. I mean, ooh, that, and a half. Yeah, which I was surprised yeah. by that half pie. But it's already back down to three. Okay. I imagine the result of last night is a big reason why. Sure. Um. But yeah, I that and is weird and Vegas. on a short they 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 have a somewhat short yeah. week too. So. I don't know. I'm I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna keep hammering the Packers. I'm two and zero with them already. Oh, so. I can't I can't bet on the Packers every time. I it, bet it's on the Packers. so dumb. It's so dumb to do it. But like, <laughs> I I really think laying three points is just absurd. I don't know. Yeah, I guess that's fair. Okay. Well, we can have our predictions for the game. Score predictions. Uh, you were actually really you were pretty close last week too. Thirty five seventeen. I said. Yeah, something like that. You were only a little bit yeah. off. I was much worse, but. I do think the Green Bay Packers are going to win. We'll have to see how, how we do in primetime. I feel like Matt LaFleur's struggled in primetime so far in his career, so we'll see. But I have the Packers winning 35-28. to 28. I'm going to keep mm. it up in the 35, not 40 this week. I think it would still be pretty bold to pick 40 <laughs> after we've done it two times in a row. But yeah, 35-28 to 28 Green Bay Packers. Nice. I am going to go... I think... Uh, much as it pains me to say, Uh-oh. I think we'll have one rough-looking red zone trip, so we'll only settle for one field goal. So it'll be thirty-one 
21 good guys. 31, 21. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I mm. I would have, yeah, see, we had the same thought there where you're like, mm, that's too low of points. The fact that I said we're going to score more points than you. No, I think 21 might be too high of points. Oh, mm. uh, don't, don't that, even, that, that, don't that, let that, that happen. That. It'll be the second quarter. Ah. It'll be the second quarter. They'll be driving again, getting in the red zone. You'll be like, why did I think they, <laughs> we were going to be able to stop these guys? But more importantly, Bold predictions for the week. What was yours? La- wow. What was yours last week? Last week, I oh yeah, that really oh. sucked. <laughs> he he wasn't even that hurt because I had Josiah Deguara first career touchdown, and then literally when we were you know the next day the injury report like, c- came oh, out. He's not gonna play. Yeah, and then he didn't practice on Friday. I'm like, damn it. So yeah, I didn't even sniff it. But kind of keeping along those lines, I feel like this is. I'm glad I got to go first because it's something that we might be thinking the same on. I talked bad about him earlier, but I think this is when he bounces back. Jay Sternberger touchdown. That is Ooh, what I have. I don't think he has a regular season touchdown. That back. No, he doesn't. Yeah, so we need a Jay Sternberger touchdown. Then he can have his fun little post on Instagram where he looks like a muscular uh, Machine Gun Kelly with huh. the ripped jeans, and, ripped you're, jeans and everything. You're an MGK guy, huh? Uh, absolutely not, no. Okay. You? It's just funny that you bring him up. Yeah, he just looks. It's just funny that you bring him up. <laughs> okay. okay. Um... Okay, so I think Malcolm Jenkins looked pretty old last night. <laughs> okay. He was getting torched all up and down the field. So I'm going to go, and I, I think we're going to connect on a long one to my boy. You don't give up on the people you love. Oh, no. I'm going to go 100 yards and zero drops for MVS. Wow. it's So it's a two-parter. Yeah, because the hundred yards <laughs> probably is not that bold, but the zero drops is what makes it whoa. I was I was gonna say it, it sucks because say if he gets hurt in the first quarter, then it's like okay, he went. But you could almost say no drops for MVS and be like okay, okay. <laughs> I almost <laughs> thought about. I was like oh, I gotta throw something in there. Yeah, to, if you would have, it would have been good if you're like no drops and ten yards for MVS. <laughs> then it'd be like okay, yeah, that's, okay, yeah. okay. But I like that we've had a lot of MVS is like the number one bold prediction guy now at this point. He's I such love a roller coaster. It. Well it's soon it's gonna be like it's gonna be like predicting Devontae Adams with seven catches. Like yeah, he's gonna get yeah. that regard and soon I MVS so. is gonna be in that level to if where that, it's like if that happens, whatever stat line you predict is not bold enough because that's how good he's gonna be. That's how good he's gonna be because I mean there's there's a few. There's no examples on this team of a rookie oh, who God. shot. Okay, okay. No, no more. Say it? No. Can I please say it once. A rookie who showed flashes his rookie season. He struggled with injuries his second year, and then broke out his third. Yeah, Devonte Adams. MVS is not Devonte Adams. Okay, your favorite. Your favorite part of the week. You never know. <laughs> If you could please rate and subscribe the podcast, that'd be great. This is a independent podcast. We have done nothing but lose money doing this. Well, we've. Well, de- how do you define money? M- me, me. <laughs> like getting the, getting you a new chair that you've already switched out of. <laughs> the relationships we've built and the yes. laughs we've had. You can't put a price on that. Yes, uh, monetarily, you know, we are decrepit. <laughs> But when you look, but person, you know, personality and the relationships we built, rich, and the way we can build this rich, you know, environment, family. If you could please rate and subscribe the podcast, maybe tell someone, maybe post it on Facebook or Twitter or Reddit, whatever. Very nicely. And if you leave a review, take a screenshot, DM it to us at PMP Pod on Twitter, or email it to us at PMP Podcast at gmail.com. 
We did get a new review this week. Hey, oh. This is from, I don't know if they want me to use their name or the username on here. Uh, the username, Wheaties0412. Good cereal. Title, The Best Podcast. Whoa. Am- amazing guys to listen to and entertaining. Exclamation point. That's what we're going for. And you'll love this. P.S. Kyle isn't an idiot. Hey, whoa. Isn't. Oh, isn't. I think you said is. And then, <laughs> and then some laughing faces. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. So there you go. Thank See, you. Thank very, you for that. Very, yeah. Three and oh. I got to make Thank harder you, questions. You're way far ahead on. Whoa. Hey. An idiot this, this you ever year. thought that maybe I'm not an idiot? Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Um, fun week. You know. Big start, game. This, start is, a big, this, is, the, this is the first real test. Yeah, yeah, and after this, and then we play the Falcons. <laughs> we haven't even mentioned yet. Oh, the Vikings stink, <laughs> dude. They're they <laughs> they're might, so bad. For the first time in a while, they might be actually bad. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! It's and you know what's even better. It, that Kirk Cousins signed a contract extension. Oh, that's what I was gonna say. It's not even you know that's that's just the top of it. It's deep seated. <sighs> this off over the last year, Spielman, Zimmer. And Kirk Cousins all, extended. all got extended, so it's like okay, it, it it's hilarious too because no one was more loud. It's f- funny how the episode was ending. No one was more loud about the Packers, quote unquote, terrible draft than Viking fans oh. and the draft grades. Oh, the draft so grades. perfect. They take a receiver in the first round, and how is it working? He's how got is it like working? Four catches on the year, sweet, yeah. and they have zero wins. But yeah, I guess shoot, I don't have. <laughs> Kyle, I don't have anything else unless you want to trash the Vikings, Mark. Do you have anything I, else? I could do that for another 20 minutes, but we we, we probably should sign off. Okay. Well, with that, is it is September, so Earth, Wind, and Fire, please don't sue us. Copac, go. Go.